WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. WEEI's coverage of Red Sox Winter Weekend is co-sponsored by McFarlane Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlaneEnergy.com by the E.L. Harvey Companies, including NOSIC Disposal and MEGA Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers, and by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. For me, personally, full throttle is that I approach every year um, expecting for us to be competitive and using all the levers at, uh, at Craig's disposal. And that could be acquiring talent through trades, free agency, uh, building a core, having a stronger pitching staff, um, having a, a stronger coaching staff. I mean, we weren't good enough defensively last year. So when I was saying full throttle, and I admitted that it probably wasn't the most artful uh, words, um, that also applies to my own life. And we are accountable to our fans. Uh, we're not happy, as Sam said, for our performance last year, and we expect to be better this year. There you go. That's Tom Warner kind of trying to clarify the full throttle comments, I guess. It it applies to his life, Stiz. It's not just the offseason and their ability to sign free agents or make trades. He's just full throttle all the time. These guys hyped up. Yikes. I, I don't feel great about the Red Sox if we're being on. I'm nothing if not honest to everybody. I don't know how you can. I don't even know how, like, the most optimistic fan can be like, well, yeah, hold on a second. Because if you're going like, to do a hold on a second in regards to the Red Sox, your best bet, and I guess maybe only bet, is that the three stud prospects they have in AA in two years are all stud major leaguers. And at that point, they're going to be rookies. So, like, you know, like unbelievable rookie years, they're all going to be good. Like, you're banking on multiple prospects all being really good. That's a dangerous, dangerous game. It's never it's never what you want to bank on in baseball. Baseball, compared to all the other sports, like these top prospects, the ones that, that uh, don't pan out, it's got to be the lowest percentage. Plus, it takes such a long time. So, like, yeah, Marcelo Mayer and Kyle Teal and Roman Anthony, everybody, you know, you should be excited about those guys. But the problem is, in years past when, as a Red Sox fan, you've been excited about a prospect, the Major League Club was usually pretty good. And you're like, oh, just wait until so-and-so, you know, like Jacoby Ellsbury or Xander Bogarts or Dustin Pedroia. Like, just wait till one of those guys joins the team. It's like, well, the team's still good. The team's competing for World Series as it is. And then if you add a John Lester or, you know, Clay Buckholtz, whatever, great. And then you, you get it and go. Now it's like, all right, team's going to suck for a while. There's back-to-back last place finishes. They're probably going to be in last place again this year or at least in the conversation. But the year after that, they might have three rookies show up. It's rough, but they're full throttle. So full throttle. And I think we should all live our lives. Charlie's Angels full throttle. That would that would be that would be my guess. But just brutal. I don't think we expected anything more. Uh, Sam Kennedy, Tom Warner there. Now, the initial reports were that they were not going to be a part of winter weekend. That got changed around. I'm sure there's some backlash, but uh, no John Henry, no Craig Breslow. I don't believe no Rafael Devers. So. I don't know. Make make of that what you want, but 
Spring training, believe it or not, is just a few weeks away. We're going to be doing uh, Sox spring training reports, this on the program. That's a promise. We're that we're going to do that for the I people. I like it. Yeah, they will do that once a week. All Red Sox, all hour. But we're going to be full throttle. Full throttle. Full throttle. I'll, I'll tell like you. It. I'll tell you that much about this much. Keith may or may not walk back this mm-hmm. full throttle uh, comment. Nope. No, we will be full throttle. I, that I can promise you. That is going to be our energy for that segment once a week until Red Sox season starts. Uh, let's look at the NFL divisional round games, shall we? They start tomorrow. Texans and Ravens is the first game. Uh, 4.30 kickoff. C.J. Stroud, after a great performance in the wild card weekend, uh, advancing D'Amico Ryans, rookie head coach, rookie defensive head coach who was a player not that long ago. So that could be sort of the Gerard Mayo blueprint. But look at D'Amico Ryans. Took over a really bad team. Turn those guys around real quick. Rookie quarterback, and they're in the playoffs, and they even win a game. Also, what the uh, what Robert Kraft should be looking at is who the offensive coordinator is there. Bobby Slowick, who was like passing game coordinator or whatever the hell the title was for the 49ers. So he worked with Kyle Shanahan. That stuff's important. That stuff seems to work in the NBA or the NFL today. So that's the recipe right now for the for the Texans. They're playing with house money. Even last week, I thought they were playing with house money. Upset the Cleveland Browns to advance to take on the Ravens where, I mean, Lamar Jackson's probably going to win the MVP for the second time in his career. They're the number one seed. So a lot of pressure on them. And this is really the year for Lamar. Joe Burrow gets hurt. Cincinnati doesn't even make the playoffs. Mahomes and Allen both are going to be playing in this round as well. But the Bills and the Chiefs don't look as good as the Bills and Chiefs did last year, the year before, and the year before that. Like, they're kind of, you know, we've made a lot of comparisons to the Chiefs this year look like the Patriots in 2018, which was still good enough to win the Super Bowl. But as December and January played out, you're like, I don't know. I don't know if they have it in them. And then they did. And, you know, that tells you don't bet against the best quarterback and the, the best head coach. So... This really needs to be Lamar's year. Now, Mark Andrews is not going to play. He's been out for six weeks with an ankle injury, but uh, he might be back next week potentially. But a big spread by the Ravens. I do expect them to to win. Uh, That's a big number, but I think they'll be in good shape. The Sunday or the Saturday night game, Packers and 49ers, nine-and-a-half point spread, identical to the first game. San Francisco, who also didn't play last week, had the bye, taking on a – more than frisky Packers team. The Packers embarrassed the Cowboys last week. Jordan Love looks awesome. Matt LaFleur got the offense humming. Their team's crazy. When you look at their top four or five pass catchers are wideouts, or I'm sorry, are uh, rookies or second-year guys. Like top to bottom, everybody who plays for them that catches passes, their wideouts and their tight ends are rookies and second-year guys. They got a pretty good running game, obviously. And Jordan Love, second in the league in touchdown passes this year. And what a cool story that would be if Jordan Love, after sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for all those years, then gets thrown in there. People were getting ready to write him off, and then they're like, actually, no, he's turning it around. They put together a great season. And I know a lot of people have pointed this out, and it's true. Either Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, Baker Mayfield, or Jared Goff is going to be in the Super Bowl this year. And I know Goff's already been once before, but that team, they were so thrilled with his performance that they got rid of him. 
But that's pretty crazy. Now, you have three first-round picks. In the case of Mayfield and Goff, both number one overall picks. And then you have the last pick in the draft in Brock Purdy. And I still... It, he keeps winning, right? So the guy's he's winning, but he's surrounded by so much talent. Like I don't know how great Brock Purdy is, but he might be the right guy for for them. And then this is another thing where when is Kyle Shanahan and the Niners going to break through and win it? They seem to be a bit overdue. Like they they have to win it, and they're a huge favorite this week. And then next week, I would imagine they're going to be pretty big favorites too, regardless of who wins uh, the first game on Sunday which is Bucks and Lions. So the Lions, cool scene last week, M&M's in the house. You got uh, Barry Sanders, and they win their first playoff game since 1991. Now they follow it up this week, home once again, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who barely made the playoffs. And Baker Mayfield, freaking Baker Mayfield, who, after being the number one overall pick by Cleveland, got Cleveland to the playoffs. They won a playoff game. They even beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs. And still, they're like, no, we got to move on. We got to get to Sean Watson. So then Mayfield bounces around, goes to Carolina. What a mess. Then he was with the Rams for a couple of weeks. And Andy Hart was telling a story earlier in the week about how, you know, he had read that Mayfield even credits those two weeks with Sean McVay. Like, he barely, he barely had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay. And he, like, regained his confidence and he bounced back, signed a one-year deal with the Bucks, and had a hell of a year. Now, there's reports out there. Now, there's a 1,000 different Patriots reports out there right now, and some of them are conflicting, believe it or not. But there were some reports that Bill Belichick was interested in Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I saw that. Trade away, Mac. Yeah. Get I would have loved Mayfield. that. I thought of you the second oh I read God. that. I would have loved that. Now, is that something that you say because Baker Mayfield looks good right now and – Maybe that wasn't true or like how hard did you push for it or like who knows. There's a lot of revisionist history when like a GM gets fired about like the guy they liked, the guy they didn't like and all that stuff. But if this se- if they had Baker Mayfield all season, I think Baker Mayfield would have done better, but he was still in a tough spot. Like he doesn't have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin like he and does then, down in And there Tampa. was no O-line. The no, offensive line no. sucked this season. Mayfield, they, uh, they probably would have won more than four games, but they wouldn't have... They wouldn't have been like a playoff team, I don't think. But maybe you would have had your guy, and you would have now. You you need less, I guess, going forward. He's going to get a payday. He's going to cash in with the Bucks. It's also kind of interesting. We're like, all right, so Tom Brady's Bucks team, they win the Super Bowl, and then they make the playoffs the next two years, but they weren't as good. They really weren't very good his last year. Then Baker Mayfield shows up. They go nine and eight, and they're in the divisional round. Like, eh, it's not bad. That's eh, not too bad. And so that game is a six-and-a-half-point spread. The Lions are favored there at home. And then the night game, Chiefs and Bills. So the Chiefs have had the Bills number in the playoffs. That game uh, a year ago was one of the crazier games you're going to see. And so both are 11-6 and six in the regular season. Kind of went the other way, though. The Bills were 6-6, six and six, and then they haven't lost since. And then the Chiefs are kind of never really look right. They have all those games where the receivers drop a bunch of passes and – it's uh, just kind of a kind of a mess, but it's still Andy Reid. It's still Patrick Mahomes. I as mentioned earlier, I'm taking the Chiefs to win this game. I have a hard time even still betting against them. Maybe Travis Kelsey's got a couple good games left in the tank. So Taylor Swift, is she going to be there? It's going to be like 20 degrees. It's going to be another she, snow game. She was there last week. She was. So she's going to be Give the Buffalo. girl credit. She's going to Anchor Bar or whatever and have some wings. Is that, is that what's going on? And she looked cold in that. In it's that, cold as hell in that box. Yeah, that box I don't think had great uh, like 
heat. It was it, she was, it was a mess. She did have a nice jacket, though, that she got from Kyle Juszczyk's wife, the 49ers. Yeah, that was a nice coat that she made. So she has that. But this is, this is an all-timer because the Chiefs make the AFC Championship game just about every single year. Right? Like it has been nonstop them going to the AFC title game. As much as we hate to hear it around here, they're becoming sort of the modern-day Patriots where they just kind of roll out of bed, AFC title game, and then where do they go from here? And so if he can get this team, which admittedly is not one of his best, uh, to the Super Bowl, that's pretty damn impressive. Now, their defense is pretty good, the Chiefs. It's maybe one of the better defenses that Mahomes has had, but their offense, not so much. Uh, since Mahomes took over, 2018, they lost in the conference championship to Tom Brady. Then they won the Super Bowl. Then they lost the Super Bowl to Tom Brady. Then they lost in the conference championship game in 2021, and then last year they won the Super Bowl. So it's been an insane run here. This is the fewest wins they've had in the regular season, and it's also the lowest their offense has been ranked. Did I see Florio saying this morning that there's a chance or rumors that Reed could retire you if they lose? You did. Now, Florio also says a lot of things. Okay. Okay. Been, okay. Good to know. Florio is one of those guys that throws out a lot of stuff, and uh, some of it's true, some of it isn't, but... Yeah, I guess that's a possibility, right? I mean, Andy Reid is, he's a 65-year-old man. Build to Kansas City. Build to Kansas City, that would be the one. Bill and Mahomes. Maybe it opens up, and the next thing you know, Bill Belichick has found a new job. Because if you missed it earlier tonight, uh, Mike Vrabel is going to interview with the Atlanta Falcons next week. So we got the report that Bill Belichick was going to have his second interview. He was getting flown in Arthur Blank's private jet. My, that sounds like a guy who got the job. Now, turns out, Mike Rabel is going, to, uh, is going to go down there next week. So who knows? It doesn't seem like there's any other teams currently interested in Bill Belichick. So I don't know what has changed. And maybe, who knows, maybe he'll fall right into the Kansas City job and he'll get the wins record next year. They'll go, they'll go 15-2 and two and he'll get the wins record with Patrick Mahomes. All right, you can weigh in on all of this. Again, it's winter weekend. We've already given you some of the quotes coming out of there from Sam Kennedy and Tom Werner. Uh, Full throttle. They are still full throttle, but full throttle is actually more of what they apply to their own lives than the actual offseason because the payroll is going to be lower this year than it was last year. Uh, Celtics and Nuggets, too, by the way, are going to be tipping off in a little bit. This is a potential NBA Finals preview for sure. And uh, everything going on with the Patriots coaching staff, Bill O'Brien out who will be the next offensive coordinator? 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. And dare I say, a very special guest, the most special guest in the history of this program. Wow. Will be joining us next. Now, it's we've had limited guests. Big tease. We've had limited guests. But yeah, very special guest in studio coming up next. But right now, here's Stiz with What's Trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Bruins beat the Avalanche last night at the TD Garden, 5 to 2. They've now won three in a row. David Posternock had a hat trick. That's his first of the season, 16th of his career. Boston goals also came from DeBrusque and Jacob Lauko, who scored his first goal of the season. Bruins have the night off tonight. They're back on the ice tomorrow night when they'll host the Canadians at the Garden. Puck drops from Causeway Street at 7 p.m. 
Celtics will try and make it a perfect 21-0 at home tonight when they'll host two-time MVP Jokic and the reigning champions Denver Nuggets. Nuggets and Celtics currently the betting favorites to win the NBA Finals. Tip-off tonight from the Garden at 7.30. Patriots offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien will be departing New England as it was reported last night that O'Brien would be joining Ryan Day's Ohio State staff as their offensive coordinator. NFL Divisional Round playoffs continue this weekend. Four games on the slate. Texans at the Ravens, Packers at the 49ers, Tampa Bay at Detroit, and Kansas City at Buffalo. Don't forget, you can catch all those games right here on WEI. And Red Sox Winter Weekend kicks off tonight. WEI will be broadcasting live from Springfield, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. tomorrow. Co-sponsored by McFarland Energy, E.L. Harvey, and Aviva Trattoria. Trending brought to you by FindMassMoney.gov. Now that it's the new year, I'm sure we all want to take care of those holiday bills. You could have unclaimed money from a forgotten savings account, uncashed payroll checks, or a refund check that never got to you. Go to FindMassMoney.gov today. It's a secure website. takes only 30 seconds to search your name. FindMassMoney.gov. It's fast. It's easy. It's free. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More of its key show, including a special guest live in studio, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. I walked up in that bitch with five tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds on me. I don't usually do this. I ain't really with the stunning, homie. But I gotta do it, cause tonight she bite the bustin' on me. She gon' get the touchin' on me. I put all my money on it, cause you know you working with some out. Yeah, you bad. Back here on the Rich Keep Show, W-E-E-I, and uh, beyond thrilled to welcome in a very special guest. You're very familiar with her work. It's Danielle Murr back in studio for the first time in God knows how long. Danielle, how are you? What's going on, Rich? Not I miss much, you, buddy. Not much. Not a lot has changed except for my time slot. Other yeah, than that, yeah, you been, shifted a little bit I later did. in the day. There's a lot more food in the studio here, which is a little surprising. Food. We've had nice some uh, wise uh, snacks drop. Okay, so that was good. Say, I'm doing a little taste test. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, the other night I had a celery. Uh, a soda. celery. A celery. So that tells me Michael's Deli was here. It, was that what it was, Diz? Oh, it could have been Michael's Deli. It was, Deli. because yeah, that, yeah. I looked forward to Stephen coming in every year because he always brought celery. So they probably came it. into the morning show, yeah. and then by the time I get in, That's all was left was the drinks. All that's left was the drinks. Now, the drinks were good. I had a black cherry. You had the cream soda, Stiz. Yeah, Love that. Cream, slow, uh, cream soda slapped, yeah. The celery, I was like, I don't know what, what I even thought about it. It didn't really taste like anything. It's a weird thing. There's a Seinfeld yeah. reference there yeah. where it's, you know, he when, when he knocked his girlfriend's toothbrush into the uh, toilet, he said <laughs> he doesn't want to kiss her. So he said, oh, I, I was drinking a celery and I brought the can up too fast and I bruised my lip. <laughs> drinking a celery. So I probably heard that didn't even know what he was talking about. I had no clue. Yeah. Now you know. Now you tell Dr. Brown's. So how are you? How are things? Oh, fantastic. If I were any better, I'd be twins. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you travel quite a bit. Yep. I like to follow you on the old Instagram, and you're, you're all over the world, it seems like. It's been a lot of fun. I just got yeah. back from Belize, which was delightful. We went nice. to a little uh, island called Tobacco Key there. Excellent. My friend Jenny and I co-led a retreat. And ironically, since I'm here at WEI, Jenny is the daughter of longtime engineer extraordinaire Doug Lane. Long time. Long it's all in the time. family. Doug very good. Doug, of course, the executive producer of Red Sox Baseball, yep. which we're all excited about coming up in a couple Absolutely. of months. Absolutely. Yeah, very good. I mean, springtime's around like, the corner, buddy. I like that. Uh, you're always somebody I would always kick around movie and TV uh, shows with. Yes. When we, were, when we would cross over back in the day. What are you watching now? Anything uh, worth discussing? So, I, 
what I, because I'm a comfort show person. Sure. So I'll go back to Seinfeld, Arrested Development, The Office. No, Office, not so much now. It's not Paramount. But like those things, I tend to watch the same things over yes. and over again. Yes. However, oh. I'm a big British TV show fan. I was always that, a big fan right. of British comedy. And, Are you being served? Uh, yeah, exactly. Bi- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Britain, things like that. Absolutely okay. fabulous. But um, BBC has a... a an entity called BritBox, which is available on Apple TV Plus, also on Amazon Prime. So I've been watching British and Scottish Britbox. crime dramas. How are those? Actually very good. So there's one that's based uh, in Scotland. It's called Shetland. It's on It's on Shetland. Okay. Um, and it's Jimmy Perez is the name of the detective, and he, he follows up on all these murders and crimes. And then I plowed through like eight seasons of that. Uh, and then after that, I watched The Bay, which was also very good. So I'm kind of on this little uh, crime drama track. Okay. So there was, there was one. Uh, it was a, I think it was a BBC show. It was mm-hmm. a whodunit, which I love a whodunit. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love a whodunit? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was David Tennant. What was the name of this thing? It was one of the greatest uh, m- like mysteries that I'd ever seen before. They tried to remake it in the United States with him, which was weird. He played he played the same character, but with now an all like no. American. No. I was like, this no. is bizarre. And the in the remake, it was Skylar White. Oh. And I'm like, what? and then Olivia Coleman, who's like an Oscar winner, yep. she was that the British version of it. I'll, I'll look up what the name of the show was, but it was like one. Oh, uh, Grace Point. Okay, I haven't seen that. So Grace Point was the U.S. version. Broadchurch. Oh yes, okay. you've seen Broadchurch. Yes, yes, yes. So they remade it on like TNT or Fox or whatever, and you're like, this is really weird. Well, Little Britain did the same thing. Um, they had man, I think four or five seasons uh, on the yeah. BBC, and then they remade it through HBO for the U.S. audience, it. and it just. Like, it no, just, it ruined it. Yeah. Like, I mean, The Office, where they did that separately, they can't, you know, if, you watch, if you've ever watched both versions of The Office, yeah, yeah. you know, the first season is largely parallel, even in things like dialogue. But when it comes to just, like, rebooting or, like, let's put this show in a different country, hey, bud, like, well, how about we not? Especially when it's the same language. I don't really understand it. Yeah. Like, you're like, all right, so a lot of people don't want to read the subtitles. Fine. No. But if it's, like, this is the same show, so I don't really get it. What about on the movie front? Oscars I'm, season coming around, award season. Did you? I'm not really a big movie. You're person. traveling too much. I am. Yeah, that's probably I don't have the time thing. For this. Yeah, that's true. Usually, you know, it's like you have a 14 hour flight to to Qatar, going to South Africa or Thailand, where I was in August, and I'm like, oh all right, gosh. I'm going to watch all these things, and the Wi-Fi's like, <laughs> no, you're, <laughs> no not. you're not. You listen to podcasts. I'm not going to work. You're like, listening to oh, downloaded podcasts. I wish I downloaded that. But cool. correct me if I'm wrong. You were a fan or are a fan of Lil Dicky. Oh yeah. Dave. I was just listening to Lil Dicky on the way here. I was like, Me too. I, I listened on the way in here. His album dropped. I know. Can we say the name of his album? I I think you can just because. Well, yeah, because it's 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 you're not going to say it in the context of an action. They're right? on the it's, side of caution. You two. Let me start with. Let me penis. Penis. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Right. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. That's the name of the album. I mean, album. I don't see the hotline ringing. Laird's not around, so no, I think no, it's, you know it's no. Friday night. I He's think we're good. He's always listening. To I know Laird, man. they always are. Ears are everywhere. What's up, Laird man. So. This is uh, Lil Dicky's the rapper. His real name is Dave. Mm-hmm. The TV show Dave is an excellent, so good show. And so these were all songs from the show. Even the album is like what they were doing on the show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, would that come out today? Yeah, I think so, so. 
Fantastic. Because I happened to it's pull so up. good. I happened to pull up Spotify earlier and I was laughing to myself out loud alone in my house, which I yeah. do quite often because I have, um, I used to do, I don't know if you know this about me, Rich. Some of the listeners might. I used to do senior, uh, hospice rescue with senior chihuahuas that were dumped at kill shelters. Really? So I pulled them, get them medical care, and then give them a nice place to crash until it was their time to go. And I had one that I adopted years ago named Peanut, and I would call him Penis. Well, it's so, I, so close. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we went to live with my friend's mom. She's been having some health issues, so he's been staying with me. So I've been saying that word around my house for, you know, a week now. <laughs> and then I happened to look down and I was like, oh, did they, was this listening to me? And they're like, oh, no, Lil Dicky came it's out with a new album. Fresh, yeah, fresh album. <laughs> fresh uh, drop, baby. Oh, that's fantastic. I've been, I've been it. loving it. I want to get your take on this, too. So as you can imagine, we've been talking here and there about Taylor Swift this year. Yeah. Very big stuff. I, for one... Go to all the games you want. I don't care. I don't care that they show her. Like people are mad on Twitter. Well, they're always mad on Twitter, but they'll see yeah. that they're like, they're like oh, enough is enough. I'm like, what do you care? Who cares? Crowd a, shot. A, Taylor Swift it's shot. A three who cares? Second breakaway. It's insignificant. Like I, I'm someone that's kind of over it at this point. It's like, been done. Uh, like quite we a bit. get. I'm. Yeah. I'm a little suspect about that whole relationship. Anyway, I don't know so if that's I my believe. Question. I feel like early on, I didn't think it was legitimate. And I yeah. was like, whatever. Maybe they're both getting something out of this. That's fine. If they want to have like a big angle, that's yeah. Great, but she goes to every game. Every game, I know, and like, I don't. I don't see her as someone who would get involved in a thing like that for exposure and publicity. You know, she's doing pretty well on her own. She's doing all right. Yeah. She's doing yeah. just fine. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I understand the outrage. But, you know, people who are pure football fans, they don't want to see it, and I totally get that. But you're going any kind of pop culture thing that's going to be happening with a regular yeah. basis, especially with the way the TV stuff is going and the flex games, they want eyeballs. Yes. And this is, I, I think they were talking about this on the morning show the other day, and they were like, well, you know, you get this new generation of fans. It was, I think it was Wiggy saying something, and it was like, they're <laughs> Fraudulent, and I'm like, buddy, we have a name for that. They're pink hats, and it fraudulent. translates to, to football. That's one of Wiggy's words. Like, if you kind of pee wee uh, playhouse it, and you have like a word of the day, yeah. fraudulent, fraudulent usually is up there for yeah. Wiggy, as, yeah. as you know. I do. I know very well. <laughs> I miss my buddy. But is it, like, I, well, for lack of a better word, Stiz, is it thirsty that she goes to so many games? Because I can't even imagine wives of the players go to every single game. I don't know if you, I mean I follow a lot of the Patriots wives and like they they rolled at Foxborough okay. and like a lot of them have younger kids so it might be a little hard to yeah, travel to true. the away games but they they have a little bit more support they have access to support. She's not flying things. commercial. She's absolutely not <laughs> flying commercial nor should she. No, like let's I just know. get off that suggestion wagon right Put now. Put your feet up. She's the biggest thing on planet Earth. She's right a star. Now. She is. She's a big star. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna break away to her at the NFL game every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. It's gonna it's happen. Fine. Like having, just get over it. Having a nice time. She's going back and forth. It doesn't doesn't really affect me the thing that gets me is that that i have seen people getting nine million times more upset about seeing a shot of taylor swift than their team just absolutely tanking and sucking <laughs> yeah, right. like your team cannot yeah, pull it together the Patriots so. a little bit more than right. uh the taylor swift being at the game and having a having a nice time i'm gonna We're, redirect my anger toward taylor swift's yeah. cutaway that's already done i know but i think she'll be in buffalo again and i don't know if she's gonna go back to the same big jacket that she was wearing before nice puffy coat that was nice. I don't know, because it's going to be freezing there again. She needs to have a new one so yeah, that we can wind up a... on the fashion blogs so we yeah. can link it so the influencers, influencers can get their Yeah, credit It'll be a new jacket, but the same designer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she, she might be getting something out of this, right? I mean, there's a lot of eyeballs on these football games. I think she just wants to support her boyfriend. I guess so. And I wish she could do it in, you know, anonymity. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, you're Cannot. front and center with these with these yeah. suites and, and everybody can see you and the, the shot is going to be there and they want the emotion, they want the reaction, but it's kind of like, all right, I get it enough. How many concerts do you think Kelsey has gone to? 
Uh, I don't know. I saw the video from that one. Yeah, where she yeah, ran yeah, over and that was like the big thing. They show the one where she's excited to see. She gets off stage, very excited, big smooch. But yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know if he's flying every which way but loose to get to these shows. Probably not. No. But if that's me, like if I'm in that position, I'm yeah. such a pri- I mean, I can't obviously I can't speak to that level of fame, but I'm yeah. such a private person yeah. that I would want to be like, hey, can we like corral him someplace where like <laughs> yeah. every girl mm-hmm. in this stadium is not going to be on their iPhone using that 12x optical Just zoom to try to be like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> Just going crazy. Um, your thoughts on Bill Belichick no longer being the coach, for God's sakes. End of an era, man. Yeah. End of an era. Yeah. Now, you know, we get to go into this next speculative period about who's going to go where. And, of course, there's news with Frabes today and all that stuff. Yep. Um, you know, it'll it'll be really interesting. But I think that, you know, I mean, the long debate that we've had for such a long time in New England is, was it Bill or Tom? And I think, you know, we can kind of see maybe it's a little bit of both. It was for sure both. You know, you play off each other. Each yeah. has their strengths. Each brings their own element to the game. Mm. And, you know, it's it's like elements on the periodic table. Sometimes they don't work without another thing That's attached to them. Um, so I think that, you know, I mean, when it comes to Gillette, we might want to just go back to the old days of Foxborough Stadium, get the steel benches in, because we're going <laughs> to yeah. suck for like 20 years now. It's going to be rough. So we're going back. It's Everything in life is cyclical. It's now true. we're heading into the down period where we're like, great, yeah. the Pats suck again. Because no team has ever been good for 20 straight years. So it's going to be a bit of a, probably a bit of a time to yeah. turn around. So, yeah. Because it is, it's crazy. And you do like the, you think about your own life when you're like, Bill Belichick was hired 24 years ago. So you're like, Wild. what was I doing 24 yeah. years ago? I was hammered every <laughs> I was, night. I was, I was 22. There. I didn't have my license. <laughs> I couldn't even drive, but I was also hammered. No, right. I, it, it was. Yeah, it was a long, it was a long time ago. Is it's crazy, but I hope that he does have a job. Like I want him in the league. Absolutely. I think it's good for the league. Yeah. Are you, you going to root for him? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's I think part of being a mature adult is being able to see someone <laughs> Which I struggle with daily. That, well, <laughs> tell me about it. But being able to see somebody who's been in a position like that, yeah. whether it's a big time player or a big coach or somebody that has a really significant long term role with the team, especially where we got all those Super Bowls, all these championships, all these big things, you know, people in this area are very what have you done for me lately? They and are. and I get it, but I think it's so ridiculous when people start burning the jerseys and they're like, We can't do that. You know, one of my favorite things is, you know, go Going to a Bruins game and seeing one yeah. of the guys who left a few years ago comes back and everybody goes nuts. Goes nuts. Yeah, I know. You know, it's just nice. Yeah, there seems to be like a real, more, like a loyalty there with the Bruins, right? Oh. First of all, the players never want to leave. Because hockey's the best. Okay, okay, there you go. <laughs> so the Bruins, the uh, and we don't talk enough about them. We've been doing so much football, as you can imagine, with mm-hmm. Belichick and everything else. But didn't you think, all right, no Bergeron, no Krejci, like, they're not going to be as good. Like, right. they're pretty damn good. They're yeah, the they're best doing, record again. In. I know. I don't know. I, don't, I really, I don't even really get it. I don't know. Pasternak's having an MVP season, yeah. so there, there is that. But part of you, I mean, not even part of you, all of you still has to be worried about the playoffs for them. Always. It's but, I mean, like, that's ingrained in you I as know. a Bostonian. Yeah. You, you're just used to it. Yeah. You, it's, it's, like, it's like PTSD. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of inlaid trauma that your body just reacts to it, and you're like, okay, this is going well, but when is it going to go yeah, like, And especially is... after last year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was just the most soul-crushing It was the pits. Loss. Mm-hmm. It was the pits. You know, yeah. What do you think of Stiz being the uh, the producer here on the I love night it. show? Pretty it's good, fantastic, pretty good. Yeah, not bad. It's my guy. <laughs> love him seeing him coming up the ranks, doing all the things. Hi, yep, doing love good. You. Do you want to take a couple calls? Sure, we can I take mean, a couple. Might as well. I mean, I don't know I what mean, I'm going to contribute. Who knows? But well, you know, we'll see. Tune in to find out. Let's we'll go to uh, Paul in Rhode Island. <laughs> uh, you jo- you're joining us next. The Rich Keefe Show. Danielle Murr in studio. Paul, what do you have? Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Now, listen. I'm not going to bash Belichick. I uh, I promise I won't. 
Okay. But here's the deal. When you go to that lower division that has no competition, uh-huh. and, like, I'm going to say this. Sure. I would like to see Belichick win the Super Bowl, but I do not want him to win a Super Bowl with uh, Jerry Jones. Here's the deal. Okay. I want him to do what Brady did, go to a fabricated team like he's going, and I think the best place to him to go right. is a Washington Commanders. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't I have apologize. to say that. Don't apologize, Paul. Sorry, Paul. I have mm-hmm. to say that. Yep. You know what? what? What do I know? I'm mm-hmm. just a village idiot from Rhode Island, but I live and breathe EEI. But I'm going to tell you, the best place for him to go is Washington. Okay. You've got Magic Johnson. you got Eric the Enemy, if he comes here, that's fine. But I'm going to say, new owner, just start for three years. Just start something. Disturb something there. Shake it up a little. And make Jerry Jones. Yeah, just just make Jerry Jones uncomfortable. That's all. All Okay? I love Yoko. Thank you very much. All right, Paul. Paul. Thank you. Now, Danielle, you did years and years of uh, morning Mm -hmm. radio. Um, Maybe not as familiar with the night radio, where they are more (laughs) intoxicated than the morning. Now, sometimes you might have a drunk call, a hungover call in the morning. More is probably the appropriate way to describe it. Yeah, not entirely. We 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 you know, it's not like we had our, we didn't have our share of of drunk callers. (laughs) That's true. That is true. Poor sports guys. Yeah, are you still up or you? (laughs) What's what's going on here? Uh, That's true. All right, let's go to John in Westfield. He joins us next. Hello, John. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Listen, just two quick questions. One, do you think that the reason the Patriots are delaying the hiring of the GM is because they've got those two salaries uh, wrapped up with uh, Belichick and Mayo? Because by doing that, by not filling that job, they're really undercutting the the team. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I mean, I I guess it's possible, but they were so quick to get the head coach in there, and I'm sure Gerard Mayo got a big bump in pay. He's not getting paid where he was getting paid to be the linebackers coach. And so I think they're just taking their time. They don't have an offensive coordinator yet. Uh, Bill O'Brien's gone, so I'm sure they should be doing interviews for both really soon. Yeah. Well, the second quick question then is, would you as GM trade a second-round draft pick and Mac Jones for Justin Fields? Yes, I would. And I, I wonder if it'll just be a second-round pick for Justin Fields, but uh, that's a good question. I, yes, I would take a shot at Justin Fields. So the Bears have the number one overall pick. They're probably going to trade. Uh, they're probably going to take Caleb Williams, trade Justin Fields. I'd be in on that if you can't get the quarterback that you want. Uh, but this is like it's the biggest draft since 1993 when they took Drew Bledsoe. So people are going to be going crazy for this, this draft stuff. All right, let's go to uh, Craig in Rhode Island. Craig, what do you have? I uh, got you guys. Uh, I'm a big Dallas fan. I'm hoping you Patriots take my uh, current quarterback, Dak Prescott. He's an absolute bum. Okay. Uh, maybe you can join his buddy Zeke Elliott. <laughs> his, his buddy Zeke Elliott. They throw powder at each other. Yeah, um, okay. No. Um, wasn't Tom Brady a wild card coming out of Tampa Bay on the last Super Bowl? Yeah, they might have been, right? Because they played. Yeah. Uh, I think that guy needed to blow a breathalyzer before he went on. Well, that's um, also possible. Yeah, they were. Yeah, no, I got you know. You guys got to take a quarterback, and I would take the kid Penix because I mean he hangs tight in the pocket and he's NFL ready. The other guys, I don't know, not really sold on them. All right, we love when they hang tight in the pocket, Craig. (laughs) 
Especially Penix. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what his point was on Tom Brady being a wild card team, but okay. Yeah, they won a bunch of road games and they, they won the Super Bowl. Welcome so. to Sports Radio. <laughs> yeah, I, like, oh, I don't really know what, what exactly he meant. is your point. Okay, yeah. next caller. I, I just love you guys. I just, I just love you guys. <laughs> we right. adore you. Uh, let's go to Matt in the truck. What do you got, Matt? Hey, um, I was pleasantly surprised when I got in my truck and I turned on and I hear the familiar voice of Danielle. It's so nice to hear your voice. Hey, I'm a Matt. huge fan. And I miss you on the uh, morning show, but uh, it's just great to hear your voice, and I'm glad you're doing well, as weird as that sounds. No, not (laughs) weird at all. I appreciate the sentiment, Matt. I miss you guys lots. I miss everybody on the morning show. Um, I think Courtney's doing a phenomenal job, so I love to hear that dynamic play out in the morning. And, uh, you know, radio will always be in my blood, so of course I miss everybody here, and I miss you guys uh, terribly. What would you say your highlight was while working at WEI? What was your, your... Oh, my God. Besides seeing me every day for a while, that was really it. I mean, I think the crossover was kind of that was that was the thing. I mean, there's so many moments that my brain does not do well and like on the spot. Like, what's the best moment of this? And I'm like, I don't know. Ready? Here's we got 20 other questions for you. Here's a suggestion. Maybe Uh, do you remember when Scott from Weymouth? Yes. Fell asleep yeah. on air. hundred percent. That was that was, that was the best funny. caller moment. That was a funny. Oh, that was a funny too. morning. Yeah, that was pretty. Just good. like listen, and he sat on hold forever, and then I remember just seeing Greg's face here, and we pull up the call, and it was just like. <laughs> I I haven't heard that name in so long. Did he end up getting just like he can't call in anymore, or well, is he allowed that? Is he perma banned? I don't know. I haven't there heard was, him. There was something weird where I think he maybe like assaulted a waitress oh, and like uh, a town yeah. There was we, there really? was an incident. Yeah. There was a thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so well, but I think overall he that was, was your a good favorite kid. moment. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I hope he's doing well. Yeah, you know what my one of my favorite moments was here yeah. after coming to EI was um, when we had Gronk in and oh, he brought that right. CBD salve and he gave Greg the massage on the air. Yep. I mean, I remember that. Very disturbing, but also highly entertaining yeah, to witness. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, you guys had some good people in studio, both here, obviously at AF. You guys oh, had yeah. a ton of people it's rolling through there. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good times, man. Good I know. Times. I know. Uh, you guys heading out, or do you guys have one more segment? Anyway? What do you got? It's up to you. I mean, we're going to drive. You got a ways to go. All right. We will say hot you. minute. Danielle, it was a pleasure. You are welcome here anytime. Rich, thank you, my friend. It was yeah. really nice to be back. Hello to everybody out there. I miss and love you guys, and I hope everybody's doing well and, and keeping up with those New Year's resolutions that you've most certainly broken already. No chance. It's the 19th, for God's sake. Forget There's about it. No chance. Yeah, we're even past like Happy New Year. Like, I emailed oh, my accountant the yeah. other day, and I'm mm. like, hey, are we still within the window? Or, no, I think after the 14th or 15th, you're out. Oh, keep, no, we ruled really, on this show. Yeah. It was like three days. We did the Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. thing, because oh, yeah, uh, Larry David talked about it. I'm like, I think I think you go a week, right? Yeah, I think, I, think, like, I think that's what we settled on was a week. Yeah. Then it just gets weird. Then it's like, I'm like, just going to start wishing people Happy New Year in, like, March. Turn the page. I'd be like, hey, happy Ides of March and Happy New Year. Wait till the 15th rolls around. Like, uh-huh. Actually, my birthday. How do you like that? You you were born on the Ides of March? How do you like that? Yes, I was. So was my ex-boyfriend from when I was 20. Now I'll never forget that. that. bastard. All right. Well, Danielle, again, uh, don't be a stranger. Stop by anytime you want. Thank you. Hop on in here, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Sounds like a plan. All right. We'll be back with more of the Rich Keefe Show coming up next year on WEEI. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Here on the Rich Keep Show, WEEI. Thanks once again to Danielle Murr for stopping by. Always a pleasure and always welcome here on the show. I know I saw the Twitch chat very excited about the return. The uh, text line 
Very excited. It's hard. It's almost impossible, Stiz, to have anybody or a group of people unanimously agree on anything. I would say it was uh, unanimous. Danielle Hurd, yeah, I would she, say so. she fits the mold. I would say so. Uh, although it also might be unanimous that people are pissed at the Red Sox as well as Winter Weekend is upon us. And uh, just reading from some of these tweets, I'm looking at Alex Spear from the Globe, and uh, he's got some interesting ones on here. So apparently they were doing the Cinco Ocho show. It's, uh, it's Jonathan Papelbon's thing. So they have him on there. And Sam Kennedy and Craig Breslow were introduced, and they were immediately booed. Just booed, 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 booed. And so Sam Kennedy has a quote. He says, uh, the booze, the anger, the hate that we see on social media, we get it. It is our job to turn things around and make you proud. There's only one way to turn the booze into applause, and that's winning baseball games. That's on us. Kennedy then said, you have our word. We will do everything that we can to be better, and it starts in 2024, which was followed by more booze. People are are not happy. Papabon asked, is this a rebuild or a reload? Craig Breslow, quote, I don't think we're far away. I don't think we're talking about years and years and years. If we're having this conversation next year, we failed. We need to take a step forward. Uh, Kennedy then added, we do not want to be sitting up here with booze and anger. We want to be up here celebrating postseasons. So John uh, John Henry's not going to go do this. He doesn't want to be a part of this. But these other guys have to go up there and apparently just wear it. Like they are just getting absolutely smoked uh, because the fans are pissed, as they should be. I mean, to me, it all goes back to trading Mookie Betts. And that predates Craig Breslow. It was not just giving up on the player, but it was also sort of what that meant now then the return was really bad so like everything about it like bets wins a world series his first year he's one of the best players in baseball the team's rolling he's gonna be great for a while red sox get i mean next to nothing in return and they even got rid of alex verdugo so they got even really didn't get much right and then like what are you gonna do what do you uh, then xander bogarts is gone so then they were kind of backed into a corner on rafael devers they do bring back devers they give him a ton of money but uh it was it's been kind of a mess ever since. And you look at the rotation, which was so bad a year ago. It was really the reason why they were in last place. I know their defense was bad, right? So you can add that to the song. Like, that was on the list. But they had good relief pitching and they had pretty good hitting. So, like, what's missing there? And it was the rotation. And they haven't really done much to address it other than bring in Lucas Giolito, who's fine, pitched on a bunch of teams last year, Started the season decent. It was horrible by the end. And you're pairing him up with Bayo and Pavetta and a bunch of guys that probably should be pitching out of the bullpen. So you can understand why why everybody is a bit upset. And I wonder if they are even done there. Like I wonder if there are more moves. Because there's been always these little rumors that they might trade Kenley Jansen. Like their all-star closer from a year ago. A guy that Bloom went out and got. Signed him to a, what, a two-year deal, and he was really good in the first year. Apparently, he's like a great clubhouse guy as well, and they bring him back for uh, year two, or will they? Like, he may end up getting traded to, to you know, shed some money. It's also been kind of hard to keep up with all the different things they've been saying between Breslow, Kennedy, and Werner. Like, one minute, they're full throttle. The next minute, it's like, oh, I meant levers. That's not even a joke. Like, that's what he's, that's 
what he said. That was also that was the clarifier. And then on the one hand, they're saying that Craig Breslow, there's no, you know, monetary restriction. And then the next thing, Sam Kennedy's saying, well, the payroll is going to be less than it was last year. It's like, well, that seems like you're telling your guy running the show that he can't spend money. So Breslow, even though he doesn't come across great, like when he does his press conferences, he uses a ton of SAT words and it can kind of get all kind of lost in there. So he's not, I don't think he does a great job kind of presenting what his case is. But if the truth is he's just handicapped and he can't really sign any of these guys or make a big trade, because it's not just the signings, it's the trades. And the ones that I've been looking at for the long time and everybody else has, the Milwaukee Brewers and Corbin Burns, who is a stud pitcher on a team that took him to arbitration last year and they were miserable. He was pissed. He was very vocal about how awful the arbitration thing was. So there should be a trade there, but then you're going to have to re-sign him. You can't just give up prospects, bring him in, and not re-sign him. And the other one would be Dylan Cease with the Chicago White Sox, and maybe you also get Luis Robert, a uh, hitter, maybe do the same deal, get both those guys in here. And there's just nothing There's just nothing doing. So if anything, on paper, the Red Sox are worse than they were last year, and last year they were in last place. So... I don't know. There's nowhere else to go. Like you can't just, you can't bottom out more than than where they were. Meanwhile, teams all around the league are making additions. Juan Soto goes to the Yankees. The Astros, who have been in the ALCS every year forever, it seems like uh, they added a closer, a big time closer today. So teams are making moves. The Red Sox are not. Fans are restless, and you can see why. This is the same thing happened last year. Heim Bloom and John Henry got booed out of the building. So much so that John Henry's not even there this year, and then everybody else is booing. If you're making your way out of uh, winter weekend, I'm curious uh, what your thoughts are on it. If you can give us a give us a shout and tell us what you saw at 617-779-7937. We got grab bag coming up next hour as we are off at 9 tonight because we got the Boomer Esiason football hour. Uh, we have our week in review coming up next. It's the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI.